Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Trapping Day podcast. Thank you for being here and tuning in. I'm your host, Jeremiah Wood with trappingtoday.com. Great to have you here. So we are near, we're at the end of the trapping season for most people, um, mid, mid to late March as I record this. And we're thinking about a lot of different things. So uh, we're the major fur auctions, the first two major ones have come and gone. Fur prices um, are pretty poor except for, uh, pretty much except for coyotes. And so a lot of us are sitting here with some fur lying around wondering what we're going to do with it. So if you find yourself in that position, um, you know, you got to think about your different options. Um, I So one of the options other than just you know, selling raw fur, um, and I, I went over this in my book, uh, Fur Profit, A Trapper's Guide to the Modern Fur Market. That is out for sale on Amazon.com. You can get it, $12 free shipping. You can get it on trappingtoday.com, $12 free shipping, um, and you'll be able to find it more and more places as we move along. Um, I'm just going to scroll over here to... Um, page 40 of the book I talk about alternatives to selling raw fur and start talking about tanned fur and uh, and how to how to get fur tanned so basically if you've decided that you're not going to sell your fur this season you got to do one of two things with it if you're not going to sell it you either have to find a way to uh, store it long term to be able to sell it in the future um, I do have a post on that um, on Trapping Today. It's called Long-Term Fur Storage. If you just go into Google and do a Google search for long-term fur storage, it'll probably be one of the first results there. And uh, it just it gives you some ideas on how to do that. Basically, your best bet is to get them in some heavy-duty plastic bags, get all the air out, and get them in the freezer. That is going to be your best bet for for storage and and depending on the animal you know it can be they can last from one or two years to five or six years um, so that is one option but it takes uh, you know storage space and a little extra effort and work and stuff um, the other option is tanning and uh, the reason that tanning is a good option is because you essentially you turn your storage life of that fur to an indefinite amount of time and tanning allows you so so the the downside of tanning there are two downsides of tanning number one it costs a lot of money number two um, you can no longer sell that fur as raw fur so you can't send uh, tan fur to NAFA or fur harvesters to be auctioned off they only take raw fur so you you kind of change the way you have to market that fur um, in the book for a profit I go into uh, the different options once you get fur tanned, how what you can do about it. So um, one of the things I talk about is selling uh, tanned fur on eBay um, or Etsy or Facebook. Um, those are all options for uh, trying to sell tanned fur. Um, they it's not the greatest option necessarily when you factor in the tanning cost. It just depends on what what the item is, what it costs you to tan it and what it's selling for at the moment. So I'm actually on eBay right now and I just did a search for tan beaver pelt and get a few results coming up. I got one 
Here looks like uh, there's fresh commercially tanned Northern Plains Beaver fur pelt. And there's six bids. There's actually 45 seconds to go. So this auction is ending at $45 plus shipping. So that beaver essentially is going to have sold for $45. Bucks. Um, looks like this soft tan beaver pelt is they're trying to get no one's bid on it. Um, there's a little beaver pelt here. They want to sell it for 70 bucks. No one's bid on it. There's a small one here. Um, there's been one bid at $35. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of what's for sale. Now, the most important thing when you're on eBay is not just look at items that are for sale. Go and look at sold listings. So there's a place where you can sort through the eBay results and... Uh, there's a, under a heading show only you click on show only sold listings then you scroll through and it tells you what's really going on for things that sold actually there's a nice tan beaver pelt there that they wanted a hundred bucks and it looks like someone gave them a best offer they accepted but I'm assuming they probably got somewhere in that neighborhood so that's good oh, this one 34 by 23 inch beaver nicely tanned uh, they wanted $55, free shipping. Someone made them an offer and sold. Um, oh, one sold for 19 bucks, so that guy lost money. Uh, this one sold for 56 free shipping. Um, so anyway, you you know you go through that. Looks like six, an XL Beaver just sold for $62 plus 11 shipping. And you go through all that stuff and you you figure out what stuff's selling for, and then decide you know you start to subtract your costs out of there and decide you know what what you can actually um, make out of that and in in the book for profit I did an example calculation for muskrats because um, at the time I was writing the book I was selling a bunch of muskrats and I got them tanned and I tried to make money on eBay and that I pretty much broke even um, but <clears throat> so some things to think about you get the cost essentially what you need to do is take your opportunity cost of not selling that pelt at auction. And the the opportunity cost is, is what you would have got for that pelt. So let's take beaver for instance because beaver is low right now. Um, the the opportunity cost is you would have sent that beaver to fur harvesters and it would have averaged about 10 to $13 um, last week. <clears throat> let's say it was a good beaver, average $13. Plus, uh, you've got your commission, your fees associated with that. So really, you're probably getting ten, maybe nine or ten bucks. So that's your opportunity cost. So you take that as a starting point, and then you think, okay, what is it going to cost for me to get that back as a tanned pelt in my hands? You got to ship that to the tannery. So there's going to be a cost associated with mailing it there. You got to pay to get it tanned. Um, I'm going to go through some prices, but you're looking at 20 to $30 to get a beaver tanned right now in today's market. And then you have to pay to get it shipped back to you. So then you, let's say you got, you might have $40 in that beaver plus the opportunity cost of $10. Um, you're 50 bucks. So let's say you got this XL beaver pelt that you just sold on eBay. This guy sold them for 62 so you think, oh great, you made 12 bucks. Well, not exactly. Because the the guy sold it for 62. He is paying eBay a 
uh, commission on that. So that's $6.20 right off of his $10 profit or his $12 profit. So you cut your profit to a little less than 6 bucks, and then when you get paid on eBay, you get paid through PayPal. That's another 3% commission. So uh, 3% of $62 is, what's that, about two, two, another $2. So basically the guy made about $4 profit. That's before your time associated with packaging that up, sent, shipping it off to the tannery, um, going on eBay, taking pictures, listing it on eBay. That's a lot of work for 4 bucks, right? So basically that's what I would consider a break-even deal. Um, now, sometimes you might go on eBay and you might see these selling for 80, 90 bucks. Um, but the thing is, it's a, it's all the law of supply and demand. And last year, beaver prices were low, and trappers, everybody across the board that, that didn't sell their fur to the auction said, "Well, um, send them off to get tanned. You know, it's too price or too low. We're gonna send it to get tanned." Well, what that does is it floods the market with a large quantity of tanned fur, and that stuff gets sold in various locations, and that all kind of trickles down to impact uh, the the prices uh, that people get for tan fur, because um, it, it floods the market. There's only so much demand there. Um, so not to be not to be a Debbie Downer on this, because there are ways to navigate around this and to still make money. You know, people who are smart and adaptive and and are hardworking make money in any market. So. One of the things to do, and we'll go over this in a little bit, is uh, bulk tanning. If you can get large enough numbers that you can tan um, large quantities, you can get a significant discount off that tanning price. So if you broke even on this $55 or $52 beaver, uh, or $62 beaver, um, you may have 8 to $10 off of the cost of the tanning if you tan um, a large number of beavers. So all of a sudden you could turn that break even into a $10 profit again. So you can recover that profit. Uh, the other thing is is eBay is about as close to a commodity commoditized market as you can get because there are so many buyers and sellers out there and uh, it there's essentially no barrier to entry anymore and that means that uh, you know everything's kind of driven to the market price. Um, however, you can sell this tan fur in a lot of other places other than just eBay. So you know anybody can throw it up on eBay. But what if you happen to live in a place like, um, for instance, I I used to live in uh, South Central Montana at the base of the mountains and it was beautiful country and people were coming in and building these humongous log cabins and mansions along the river and up in the hills and uh, there was a lot of money there and uh, probably fewer trappers than there are where I live now where there's no money and so there a place like that there's a lot of opportunity to make private sales of tan fur to people who have a lot of money and don't see a lot of that tan fur available for sale. And they may not want to go on eBay to look for it. So uh, one option is to, you know, uh, establish relationships with people and with local trading posts and stores and advertise this as, you know, locally caught um, animals, sustainably harvested and so on. 
um, whatever you know the buyers in that area are are looking for. And uh, you know someone may pay a hundred bucks to have a a nice tan beaver pelt in their cabin that they can say you know came from that valley and uh, and from a local trapper and so on. Uh, sportsman shows are are another good place. Uh, mountain man rendezvous. Um, all kinds of places like that that, that are options. Uh, the other thing is just playing that market. You know, right now that's what it, things are going for on eBay. Uh, uh, the ones that are available right now might sell out and everybody gets discouraged and all of a sudden someone's looking for a beaver pelt and yours is the only one on there and you're $20 above the rest and all of a sudden you make a sale. So uh, there are a variety of ways to navigate that. But anyway... Um, you need to get to the point where you have tan fur, right? And so um, if you're going to be selling it uh, and this is kind of your first time navigating this or you haven't spent a lot of years doing it, you're going to want to get it custom tanned. And, and we'll go through that in just a minute. Um, but first I want to talk about another option, which is self-tanning. And a number of people do this and do this uh, with varying levels of success. Um, but basically, you can tan your fur pelts uh, almost the same way that a, a custom tannery would do it. Maybe not quite the quality, uh, but but if you get really good at it, you can get awfully close to that type of quality. Um, it takes a an incredible amount of labor. So I've watched a lot of different fur self-tanning um, videos on YouTube, and it's amazing how many steps and how much time is involved at each step and do this process and then you have to wait 24 hours and then you go do this other process and you wait 24 hours and then you scrape and you salt and you soak and you wash and over and over and over until finally you can put the tanning solution on then you let that soak in there for a while and dry out a little bit and then you start to work the fur and try to get it soft and everything so um, it's very complicated when you're first starting out and very labor intensive, but it is doable. And I put together just a quick little page for you. Uh, it's at trappingtoday.com slash self tanning. So that's trappingtoday.com slash self tanning, one word. <clears throat> and in there, um, I just threw in a couple of links to purchase the a couple of tanning kits that are available on Amazon and uh, some of the tanning solution but below those links um, is the best tanning video that I found so far um, it's uh, a guy from Coon Creek Outdoors he uh, he makes a, he has a really popular YouTube channel and does a lot of stuff with trapping he's very good on video uh, he explains things really really well and he for as complicated a process as this is, he makes it simple as simple as I've ever seen it done. Um, so um, check that out. Um, the, I linked to part one of the video, and uh, I may add the other parts on the page, um, but if I don't, uh, you just watch through part one, and you'll see the link to part two will be available. And uh, and and check that out. Um, it's probably, I think it's like an hour, 45 minutes or an hour long if you watch all the different parts of the video, but it's really, really informative. And it kind of got me thinking, okay, this this may not be that bad. It, it's incredibly labor intensive, but, you know, I wait, spring, summer comes, the weather gets a little better. Um, a guy can, can work outside a little bit. I could, I, you know, I'm probably going to hold back some beaver pelts and just try that out just for the heck of it. 
Um, I got some low quality pelts that I don't mind screwing up anyway if I do it wrong. Um, but basically all you need, he shows a few different tools and jugs and w water and so on. And uh, But other than that, you need, uh, you need salt and tanning solution. Uh, you can also use alum and you can use uh, brain uh, material to do some brain tanning. But uh, the tanning solution is a good start. And the beauty of the self-tanning, aside from the incredible amount of labor and skill that's required in practice, uh, the good part about it is you can save a lot of money. Now, you look at those those uh, bottles of tanning kits um, that deer hunters and trappers hide in for a tanning formula, with the, the one in the orange bottle, that's the most popular one. Um, your best bet, if you're doing any amount of these is to buy one of those big packs of a whole bunch of them. Um, they're, they're not cheap, okay? So, um, they're I think they're like eight or ten bucks a, a piece. Um, so this one, actually, this one's six pack for seventy-seven dollars shipped. So yeah, that's uh, like twelve bucks a piece, um, <clears> or <throat> more than a little more than that. So they're not cheap. Uh, however, he did. Um, when he did the math, he said it cost him like $160, uh, not counting his time, but just the salt and the tanning solution uh, to do like 40 different pelts. And uh, that would be, you know, three, $400 uh, at least if if you were to send those off and get them tanned. So um, if you get the time and you're willing to do it, uh, that is a good option. Check that out, uh, trappingtoday.com slash self-tanning. And uh, Coon Creek Outdoors, a great video on that. Now for the rest of us who don't want to do that, let's talk about options for um, sending that fur out to get tanned. So I give you a general idea of what you can expect uh, for prices, but let's go over the different options that you have for tanneries. And, and I'm actually working on a blog post on this on Trapping Today, and I will have that out probably by the time this podcast airs. Um, but it's just going to give people an idea of what um, what tanneries they can choose. Um, so there are, I'm just reading off my sheet here, I got, I got like six major tanneries. There's a number of like small, really small scale local tanneries that some people have um, option of using. Uh, they're usually a little more expensive, but they may if if you if you got one nearby you can drive to, it may be worth it because you don't have to pay the shipping both ways. Uh, those that your best bet to find any of those is to contact your local taxidermist, because uh, the taxidermist will know what the closest tannery option is. Um, but for the major large-scale tanneries for trappers, uh, number one, so so they're Moyle Furs for Fun. Great Northern Fur, Sleepy Creek Furs, USA Fox, and Tubari Limited. Um, so the first one is Moyle, and um, you can find them at moytown.com. So Moyle Mink and Tannery, I believe they're on a mink ranch there in Idaho. They're in uh, oh south southwest Idaho, and they I believe that's yeah I'm pretty sure that's where they are. Um, they uh, are the officially official tannery of the National Trappers Association. Uh, they've been around uh, <clears throat> tanning furs since 1986. They've got a good reputation. Uh, they've been doing this forever. And uh, I've shipped furs. I've had them tan furs for me 
I've been happy with the results. It takes forever, but I think you're going to find that um, it takes forever for every one of these places. So um, very basic. You just uh, you you send your fur to them. Um, any of these you want to have good dried fur, not greasy and anything like that. It's got to be you know in good condition. Um, they they don't want any fresh or frozen skins and so on. And let's see, just name an address, send it out to them. Um, they get an order form you got to fill out. Uh, they you gotta you gotta pay make payment and they'll I believe they'll contact you with shipping before they ship um, to get payment and so on. That's pretty standard. Um, <clears throat> So anyway, well, it looks like if you're an established customer, you've um, had more than th more than three orders, or you've been a customer for more than three years, um, you you can pay a certain way. And uh, non-established customers, first timers, uh, they want to make sure they get their money. So um, for Moyle, again, good reputation. Let's look at a few prices. So they like Beaver, which we've been talking about here. Uh, they they go by size. They have three different sizes: small, large, and extra large. And again, we're gonna have really expensive for one skin. And the higher you go up in quantity, the better the deal's gonna get. Uh, small beavers twenty six dollars a piece, and um, large is thirty two. So that's pretty pricey. Beavers cost a lot, um, but I mean, coyotes are twenty eight, bobcats are thirty one, fish are twenty seven. Martin 17, Muskrat 15. So these are, you know, it costs more than you might have expected. But this goes down as you get more skins. Uh, let's just look at a Muskrat. It's a $15 for one skin. If you do between 2 and 5, that drops down to 11.50. 6 to 20, that drops down to 10. 21 to 99 skins, that's $7. And then 100 plus, that's 5.75. So you're almost a third of the cost. Uh, by doing 100 muskrats rather than doing one. Um, so that's where you really get into the whole bulk thing uh, where you can save money. Uh, if you want to make money, your profit is all in the quantities. And, you know, these guys, the way they operate, they throw everything in a batch and uh, they're able to do things much more efficiently uh, if they have a large one large batch of, of the same species. Uh, so that's Moyle. Now furs for fun. Um, I've sent furs to them in the past. I think I did. I sent two different times, two different years. Um, basically, this is a guy uh, Hector Ramirez, the same town as Moyle, and he actually worked for Moyle. I think he he almost uh, ran the tanning side of things, and he uh, left them to start his own business. And so he had all, you know, had all the experience. Brought a lot of customers with him. Um, very, very, very good at tanning. Not very good at customer relations, at least in my experience and from the few people I, I've heard. Really great guy, but hard to get a hold of. And actually, um, I just looked their websites down, so they don't. They're not operating the website right now. They do have a Facebook page, but they're. They've got most recently on the Facebook page um, it says they're only accepting uh, shipment of 20 or more skins. So uh, yeah, you might want to um, 
you might want to hold off on on first for fun for a while just until things uh settle out here hopefully hopefully they can get that figured out and uh and maybe we'll have better things to report uh, like i said i've sent first to them i've had uh, very very good quality and the prices were really good but uh, right now um i don't know what's going on with that so another one that i'd never heard from a while for quite a while this kind of seems like they just popped onto the scene relatively recently is great northern fur Great Northern Fur is located in Spooner, Wisconsin. Um, their website, gnfur.com. And uh, they um, appear, you know, they're advertising in different places. They've got a nice website. They appear to know what they're doing. Um, they are, one thing I noticed is they're extremely particular about the terms and conditions. Everything is right to the T. So they're dotting their I's and crossing their T's. Um, there's all kinds of little things like um, $8 package and handling fee on all return shipments. Uh, return shipping is calculated time shipping paid by customer. 50% extra charge on poorly prepared skins. I don't know what poorly prepared means. 50% extra for rush orders. Extra long deer capes, extra $15. 15% extra for any other excessively long cape. Excessive grooming needs and excessive burrs and manure will be assessed and you'll be contacted with a price. So uh, they're not messing around. <laughs> um, uh, Great Northern Fur, as far as prices, they only have three tiers. So unlike, you know, um, Moyle had all the way up to like 100 skins, they, their top tier is like 20 plus skins. Uh, let's go and look at the muskrat that we looked at. $15 for one skin, $7.50 for 20 plus. So... Looks like the very same pricing structure as Moyle. Um, if you're closer to Wisconsin, it might be better on shipping. Um, their beaver, 22 to 26. Uh, so their beaver charge, uh, extra large is 28, blankets 30. So yeah, 22 to 30. They're, they're a little cheaper than Moyle. They're right in the ballpark. Um, if you send 20 plus beavers, uh, 17 to 26.50. So, you know, that's not terrible. But if you want to send a really large amount, uh, either contact them to see if they can cut you some different deal or or maybe look at a different place. So that's Great Northern. Let's look at Sleepy Creek Furs. The, the cool thing about Sleepy Creek is they, um, they provided this really neat um, overview of their process and how they actually do the tanning process, which is pretty informative. It's, it's brief, but it gives you an idea. Um, this dude was like really passionate about this and he actually went to Montana and got this special, um, degree in, in tanning, running in, in specialized tanning and stuff. So, um, Sleepy Creek prices, they've got, they go all the way from one skin to a hundred plus. Uh, they do have extra charges, uh, if you don't handle things right, but, um, uh, Going back, muskrat, they're they're actually substantially cheaper on a single muskrat. They're $11 compared to 15 on the other guys. Um, but their 100 plus skin rate is is 8. So it's a little higher on, on bigger quantities. So they got for beaver, they only have one category of beaver. So $26 for 1 to 5 skins. 100 plus skins, they get $19 on it. So, you know, they're pretty much in, in the ballpark. Um, 
but not so bad for small quantities so you might you might want to think about Sleepy Creek here for small quantities of tanning uh, USA Fox so I don't know this a hundred percent you guys if somebody knows this or if someone's listening that's associated with them um, you can correct me but I, I have always believed that USA Fox is not a tannery that they send uh, the fur out and have it tanned somewhere else um, you know, neither here nor there. Um, I don't know that, that matters. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a technicality. Maybe just something to consider. Uh, USA Fox is the great thing about them is they will tan your fur and make it into uh, different garments and items like mitts and glo- gloves and hats and scarves and blankets and pillows they'll, they'll make a whole bunch of stuff uh, out of your fur for for extra charge um, <clears throat> they have some really broad standard tanning prices um, they're they lump together a bunch of species instead of um, instead of having a bunch of separate species they only have a few categories and they're not that expensive uh, one to ten muskrats 11 bucks a piece 75 plus muskrats is only six so that's kind of interesting uh, their beaver goes between 2750 all the way down to 24 so beaver maybe is a little bit you know it's with it's along with the rest of the prices of the other tanneries but uh, rats that's not looking too bad um, mink mink and martin are fourteen dollars for single skin nine for 75 or more and uh, let's see, coyotes 25 all the way down to 19. So that's USA Fox. And then finally, there is a place called Tubari Limited. If you're in the Northeast, they are located in New Jersey. I know uh, Glacier Glacier Ware that uh, is in, I believe they're in Greenville, Maine now. They were in Montana and they moved their business to Maine. They send, they get stuff tanned here and they recommend Tubari. Um, <clears throat> They are more suited to larger uh, people, larger customers, and so they they have the you know specialized wholesale list for uh, large scale uh, companies for dressing. Primarily, you know, they do a bunch of different services. They'll do dyeing and shearing of beaver and stuff, and uh, but but the the customer like the the wholesale thing is usually like mink and fox and it's usually for ranches though they do some beaver stuff now the the they have prices for and this is an updated price list their website is like in the stone age um, but they have updated them as of february 2018 and you'll notice that the prices for single items are pretty high relatively high and uh, that they will be for um, large lots of 20 and more it goes down quite substantially so they don't want to mess around with with one or two pelts here and there like their muskrats are $18 for one but if you do 20 or more that goes down to 850 now that's pretty competitive with with uh, some of the other places and for me I'm in the Northeast so it'd be pretty easy to ship to them um, their Martin starts at 27 goes all the way down to 1550 their beaver go from 35 down to 26 so um, they're in the ballpark that's Tubari Limited T-U-B-A-R-I
Alright, so those are your options for tanneries to send you fur out. Get it tanned, Moyle Furs for Fun, Great Northern Fur, Sleepy Creek Furs, USA Fox, and Tubari. And remember, if you don't have uh, the fur guidebook, check that out and uh, kind of get a few uh, more ideas on this on how to sell tan fur. Um, it, you know, it's just kind of a broad overview, but I think it gives you gets you thinking about different things like like what we've talked about on the podcast and and uh, how to uh, how to help make those decisions on where you're going to market things. So anyway, that is it for tonight's podcast. I had. Uh, I actually had six items and I got through three of them. <laughs> so uh, that's the way things go. You don't think you have enough to talk about and you start getting going and you can't stop talking. So that's tanneries, uh, custom fur tanning, self tanning. Consider both options. Uh, they are both possibilities in, in periods of low fur prices. And uh, I, I hope uh, this has helped you to make better decisions on how you market your fur. A little preview of future episodes. I am a few other things I had on my list that we'll cover next episode is uh, some bait preservation tips uh, for for bait making. And uh, I want to talk about going into a series uh, on lure and bait making. We'll go over the options that you have for educational materials like uh, books and DVDs that are available on lure making. There are not a lot out there. They are fairly expensive for the most part, uh, but but uh, some are very valuable resources. And if you're going to get into this deal of making your own lures and baits, you're going to need uh, at least some of these. If you're going to get into it seriously, I recommend getting most of them. So so we'll talk about that. And then I am considering doing a lot more in the lure and bait making stuff like I've hinted at in previous podcast episodes. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. I, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, whether it's going to be all podcast stuff, whether it's going to be YouTube videos or uh, on the blog, written stuff on blog posts, or it's going to be a combination of all three. But I kind of want to start from the ground up and, and uh, you know, I I am learning more about lure and bay making every day, and I have a, a lot to learn. And why the heck not share it with you guys as I learn, and uh, and help you learn along the way. So um, we'll see what we can do with that. And until next time, keep talking trapping, keep thinking trapping, and if you still got a season, get out there and do some trapping. Take care, and we'll see you in the next episode.